Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. At the Patriot Mobile Communication Center. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Armed American Radio's classic roundtable. The third hour is now underway. Hours one and two are in the rearview mirror. And they were both great. If you missed the last hour, you missed AWR Hawkins on fire. Greg, welcome into the Car Firearms Group Studios with me. We're sitting in front of the Six Hour Mike with you, Patriot Mobile Communication Center, X Insurance, presenting it all. Greg, welcome in, brother. Yeah, here we are, third hour. Third hour. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to fly right by. It always does. Lots to cover with the crew today. Brad, Neil, and Justin are all here. Greg, before we go and make the introductions, would you tell people where to watch this show, please? As long as you're not driving. Yeah, sure. If you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Uh, when you click that link, you'll you'll see another window open up, and when you do, select that Watch Live option. If you're out there on the road, well, select that Listen Live option. And if you missed an episode you need to get caught up on, head on over to that podcast link. Uh, if you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That'll bring you in, ladies and gentlemen. That will bring you in. Remember to support all of our partners that make the show possible every single day. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Okay, let's get this party started. Let's start with, oh, Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. We're in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Justin, how you doing, my brother? Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, always a pleasure to have you. Fan favorite for a reason. Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers. Happy birthday to you. Ooh, man, you can talk and not sing it, Mark. Good to be here. Sounds like you could have done without that. <laughs> yeah. Did you want me to hold? Do I can do the whole song if you want. No, nah, that's good, man. That's good. Appreciate it. Are, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Now, now you know I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brad. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Rounding up Bill Murray out there now. We missed you last We missed you last week. Now I am going. Now I am going to take poison. <laughs> Around a, a block for us all. <laughs> Neil didn't even wait to be introduced on that note, Justin. He just jumped on in. Neil McCabe, don't take poison. We need you here, brother. How you doing, man? Hey, phenomenal. Uh, sorry to jump in there, but I, I, it, it kept 
it, it jumped out from the deepest parts of my soul. <laughs> I can tell you lost your Boston accent, too. Good heavens. That's Neil from RedState.com. RedState.com. He is losing his Boston accent. It's great to have you guys here. So, listeners, you get an idea of how this is going to go today here in the roundtable. Just enough sugar-free Red Bull and Defender coffee throughout the day. Guys, i got to start with Lake and Riley. Uh, here in the state of Georgia, and most of you, I don't know if you know this or not, but it, it's very, very personal for me and my family. We, there's connections there. Uh, know people that know the family. Uh, my family went to church where her funeral was held. This woman literally lived. I, I hate to say that in past tense. It's horrible. But a couple miles from my house, her family lives here, and it's such an awful situation. So I'm going to go to the immigration deal. And Justin, I'll start with you. Because Biden, as we heard from AWR in the previous segment, now she was beaten to death, as awful as it is to talk about. She was beaten to death. And Biden is out screaming for assault weapons bans in the wake of her, you know, and listen, he still, I don't know, he's even said her name. But how low will they go, Justin? How low will they go? I mean, <laughs> they, they, Look at what's happening in Canada with Justin Chirot. He wants to he wants yeah. to put people away for life for for uh, hate speech. I mean, it's it can continue to get way worse. I mean, think about what they want to do once they get our guns and they're going to take away our First Amendment rights and then throw us in a concentration camp for life for saying we don't like Biden. There's no there's no end to this bottom. There's no bottom to this pit. No, you, you are. There is no. It's a. It is a bottomless pit. Brad Primo, how low will they go? My God, this woman murdered by one of Biden's potential voters who was let go. Think about this, Brad. Let me put this in perspective. I know you don't need the perspective for the benefit of listeners. Let me put it this way: Even Mayor Eric Adams in New York City right now is saying, I can't do anything to turn them in because it's against the law. Think about what I'm getting ready to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. It is a violation of the law in New York City to put someone who has broken multiple laws and turn them over to law enforcement because that's against the law. Brad, make sense of this for me. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense to someone who you know has common sense and... and uh, you know, has clear eyes and in an actual sense of right and wrong. Um, but what we're dealing with, I mean, Democrats, you know, as long as I can remember, since I've been paying attention to politics since I was, you know, I guess a teenager, uh, one of their biggest things is they don't, they stand against the idea that there's absolute right and absolute wrong. And they have to be that way because of the ideas that they promote, their, their coalition of voters uh, are, are people who choose to live on the fringe or on the outside of society. They're generally losers. It's a coalition of losers. And so they can't say, they can't have standards of what's right and wrong or what's good and bad, you know, good and evil, uh, righteous and, and, and so forth, because it's offensive to them because these people are all ne'er-do-wells. They're rogues. They're um, depraved. A lot of them are perverts. Um, you know, it's, it's, so there is no bottom to, to man's depravity, right? And that's exactly what Democrats represent. They represent... Um, really the, the, the bad side of human nature. Yeah, it's, Neil, how, how, you know, I, the question is real, sadly. Yeah. But how low? What you, look, 
we've talked about it here in the roundtable many, many times. Just when you think the left can't go lower, they go lower. Yeah. And, and, and you wonder how far can they dig? How much deeper can they dig? And it's like every single week we see a new example of it. How do, how do they defend well, in any way, shape, or form lawbreakers who do this? Well, first, first, before I answer your question, Mark, I do want to give a shout out to all the knuckleheads over on the Telegram, uh, the Telegram chat line. Things have gone a little off the rails in the last few minutes, and uh, it's it, it, and sometimes I see Brad wandering that jungle that is the chat line, and uh, so I just want to uh, I want to acknowledge those guys who take up a lot of my time during this hour. Um, the <laughs> it's like a show in a show. I think that's what you've said about it before, you know? Right. Um, uh, let me just say, you know, it's like Brad obviously had what, what we might call real deployments, whereas I deployed as a combat historian and public affairs NCO. And when I was talking to people, like I was talking to like trigger pullers and people who are actually in ongoing operations, they would always say, Hey, Sergeant, we're too busy to talk to the historian right now. And I would say, hey, sir, or hey, Sergeant Major, if you don't talk to this historian or if you don't talk to public affairs, you weren't here. Okay? It didn't happen because who else, right? And so what I think about is these guys like Biden, like Eric Adams, like Hunter Biden, like they have no fear. Bonnie Willis, right? No fear. I know we're talking about immigration right now. Mayorkas, right? Homeland Secretary Mayorkas. He has no fear. And the reason why he has no fear is just like I was the guy who was supposed to, like, you know, take people's pictures and interview them and whatever. If the media is on their side, their lying has no consequence. Their corruption has no consequence. They have no risk. They have no fear. And it's a crazy situation. And so what will happen is, you know, I was trying to explain this to uh, somebody last week. You know, there will be an ongoing scandal that the right-wing conservative media will be talking about for six months that the New York Times and CNN and Washington Post, everybody just ignores, right? And then the person is arrested or then the person resigns or then something happens, right? And then they, the mainstream media, ha- they can't ignore it, Right. It reaches that point where the mainstream media can't ignore it. And then they have to write an article and they say, hey, this is the story we've been ignoring for the last six months. We just have to bring you up to date. And, and I think that with, with this unfortunate situation with the, with the nursing student in Georgia, and it, 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 Ten it's seconds, starting Leo. to break through. It's starting uh, okay. to break through. Okay. But Let, I, don't, stop, I don't know. Stop there. Stop there. When we come back, I, I want to pick up where Neil just left off. It's starting to break through. They're choking on it. Because they have to. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment. And I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I told Greg as we were coming back from the break, I said, Greg, I don't have a feed. 
And then the feed started, and he said, that's because we didn't have one yet. And I said, oh, the professional in me, and Greg zinged me. He said, not really. You know, so he just had to jump in that fun first second. So thanks for that. Bam, pow, ouch, Greg. Appreciate that. You're welcome. I deserved it. Welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studio. Sig Sauer Mike, Patriot Mobile Communications Command Center, X Insurance presenting it all. Neil, uh, you you mentioned that they have no fear of consequence, and I, I completely, totally agree. But I want to take that now around the table because, well, they do have some fear. So let's go there. Justin, politically, the politicians have no fear because what Neil just said. There's no fear of consequence. They've got the media in their hip pocket. They know they can get away with it. They know they're not going to get it covered unless they absolutely have to. I mean, look at all you got to do is look at Menendez as a great example of this in New Jersey. Guy's been ripping people off for years, and they wait. They knew it. They don't say it until they have to. They choke on it, and then they bury the story. We see the same thing with the reporting on these stories. We all knew what was happening with this young girl's murderer by virtue of the fact they didn't tell us who did it. We know what it wasn't, and then we're proven right, and the media chokes on it. Politicians have no fear of consequence. Criminals, Justin, I think you'll agree, have no fear of consequence, particularly in large Democrat-run cities. Why should they? I mean, the law in New York is they can't even turn the illegal immigrant criminals over for breaking the law. And that's a law that you can't turn criminals into the law. It's mind boggling. Criminals have no fear of consequence. However, the government sure as hell does fear me being heavily armed, Justin, and you being heavily armed, don't they? Well, you know, if, if you were to shoot a criminal in New York, they, the law would come after you pretty hard. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the problem right now. We we have you know powers and principalities in the world and in our country which have an agenda which which does not have our interests in mind. Why do they fear me? Why? What? You know, we ask the question all the time, Justin. What is it about their agenda that requires me disarmed? And I I, I you know I asked that question for fifteen years on this show, and I, well, we've, they, we've talked about it. Go ahead. They want- all of your money, and they want you to be a slave. So uh, right. farm people don't make good uh, patsies. Yeah, so really we're in their way when we're armed, right? Absolutely. So, that, so Brad, that they do have that fear. Don't they exhibit that with their continued attack? Biden's calling for banning assault weapons when Lake and Riley, that beautiful young girl, was beaten to death. You know, this is the low bar, as we were just talking about. They certainly fear my guns, right? Uh, you know, I don't know if fear's the right word. I mean, they definitely see him as a problem, as an obstacle. Uh, you know, I think I think Neil, you know, we've all agreed. I mean, he's, he's spot on. I mean, they, they operate without fear. Uh, so, I mean, just looking at some headlines in the commercial break, uh, CNN's headline a day ago about this incident uh, is about Latino students at UGA face hostility, right. you know? That's what they're talking about. They're, they're switching back to identity politics to get the to get the actual story to focus off the real story. And so, as long as stuff like that's going on, I mean, yeah, you know, they don't want us to be armed, but only because that's a monkey wrench in their plans. I don't think they're afraid of us. I think they're just looking for reasons to get rid of us. They, this whole this whole deal, you know, is going on in Europe with the importation of, mm-hmm. of third world, you know, degenerates from from Africa and the Middle East. And, and they're they're killing off their own culture. And, and what it is, the people in charge, the communists in charge, there and the leftists here in the states, they, they need more slaves. 
And the only way they're going to get them is by importing them. And that's exactly what this is all about. They don't care about us. They, we're, it, look, you don't even have to be armed for them to not want you around here, Mark. You just have to be op- opposing to them, whether you're armed or not. They want to get rid of you. Yeah, you know, looking at it in that perspective, you're absolutely correct about that. This, my being armed is just one more thing that's in their way is, all, is what it comes down to. But you're right. Even if I wasn't armed, it would be my ideology they want to get rid of. Neil, how many times have we talked about what is it about yeah. their agenda that wants us or requires us, I should say, to be disarmed? I'd like your thoughts on what we were just talking with Justin and Brad about on that, because you brought it up and, and did so, so eloquently. You're absolutely yeah. correct. There's no fear of consequence. Well, you know, one of the things I've talked about it before is, you know, we're talking, the reason why we're talking past each other is because we are on these different planes of consciousness that are not intersecting. And so we talk about, we talk about uh, crime. We talk about protecting ourselves, the self-defense. We talk about guns as a hobby and, and, and firing as a, as a hobby or a competition and, and all of these different things that, that we talk about that or hunting, right? We talk about all these different aspects of firearms and firearms culture and, and when, when presented with this law enforcement problem or violence problem, we're like, okay, well, then we attack it as a lot. We sincerely and genuinely attack it as, oh, you say there's a public safety law enforcement violence problem. Okay, uh, maybe we'll have police officers in the schools. We actually try to address the problem that's presented to us. And the, this is the mistake we're making because the left sees everything as a political problem. And... And they're just throwing everything at us just to overwhelm and confuse us when really it's just a political problem. The political problem with gun owners is that when people identify as gun owners and they vote as gun owners, those are people who are rogue and out of control. They're not behaving properly. Hmm. And we need to break that, that. We have to break up that culture. We need to get them to identify with different tribal affinities so that they can be controlled and they are no longer causing trouble, like supporting our opponents, right? This is how the left feels. These people support our opponents, so we must destroy their culture and break it up. We have to attack and humiliate their leaders, maybe throw their leaders in jail. We need to take away the guns. We need to stigmatize guns. We, need to, we have to make guns like poison, like to use a phrase, right? And so this is just the way it goes. I mean, it's... Uh, it's 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 an old political game, but uh, every but this is how they see the world, and so they want power, and anything that interferes with their power is a political problem, and they'll just throw anything at us, Martin. All right, so Justin, having heard that, as we, I'll, I'll let you take us to the break on this. I think we're close enough. But let me throw this out at you, and let's just go here. I'm going to ask the question. Should they fear me and my guns, Justin? Well, I, I think we're at a point where we we are going to get our president elected, and I think that's going to be a lot like when Abraham Lincoln got elected in 1860 because we're not going to back down. We're not going to give up our guns. We're not going to surrender. We're going to keep on pushing and supporting President Trump. So that's a problem for them. Agreed. And, and I agree with you, by the way. I believe I believe Trump wins this election in a landslide. AWR in the previous hour, guys, made the comments that, you know, 
they don't I don't I don't he didn't believe they can cheat their way out of this one. And I've I've gone as far as saying that he loses this election on immigration alone and this situation with Lake and Riley, well, this is not maybe the straw that actually breaks the camel's back. It sure does weight it the hell down. There's no doubt. Brad, we'll come back to you with that same question. Should they fear me and my guns? Should they fear you? And when I say me, ladies and gentlemen, representative of all of us as gun owners, we'll be back right after this. It's going to fly by. Buckle in. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. I, I almost hate to admit this. It's the third segment already, and that's when we're, you know, we're on the bottom side of the hour. And we have so much to talk about. I, I could easily go another couple hours with the crew. Uh, welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studios, guys. Six-hour microphone lit up for you. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. Patriot Mobile Communication Center. Rocking and rolling here. X Insurance presenting it all. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. Support them all. Join the Second Amendment Foundation. It's 15 bucks for the year. You hear Alan on the show every single week for years fighting the fight like nobody else can do it. Winning courtrooms, uh, winning in courtrooms, victories, just shredding the left and the gun grabbers day after day after day across this country. 19 suits. I think another like our fifth victory in California recently over the last weeks. And it's real easy to do. You can do it by supporting Defender Coffee and donating the profits to the Second Amendment Foundation, or you can just bust out with that 15 bucks. You can find that in your couch, <laughs> okay? Second Amendment Foundation, all of our great partners, you can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. And Patriot Mobile, we're proud, proud, proud to be announcing our partnership there. You can visit patriotmobile.com slash AAR. Use the AAR promo code and get free activation and get away from those woke companies and start working with, with, an, with an organization Every time you talk on your phone and your device, you, you're all using them. Support a company that supports your First Amendment, Second Amendment, and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution in general. PatriotMobile.com. Great, great company. Welcome back. Brad, let's go back to you. That same question. Should they fear me and you? And, and I say that again, representing all gun owners. Should they fear us? Um, sure. I mean... I think, you know, just kind of thinking about it, you know, I don't want to even... I think so. You know, I don't, yeah, I mean, you know, I know we're, we're all Second Amendment and firearms enthusiasts, um, but, you know, let's go ahead and get the wider picture and not even get too hung up on guns. You know, one of the things that, that always, you know, meant something to me is that when I was in the Army, you have, you know, you have tankers, and, you know, their, their primary things, they got, they always got the tanks. You got their artillery men with their, with their artillery pieces, you know, you got, you know, the fighter jets, all that stuff. But the one thing about the infantry that I was in that's unique is that in that part of the military, the weapon is the man himself. The rifle is just a tool. And so these guns that we have, they're tools for us to use. They're tools for us to protect our families, to hunt for food and do whatever. But the weapon we have is inside our heads and what we believe in. And they need to fear that because what we believe in is right. And we're going to stand for what's right. And you can't beat that out of a person. You can't kill that idea. You can't stomp it out of existence. And the harder they try, the stronger we're going to get. Well said. Agreed. Neil, right back to you. Should they fear that? Well, I, I think what's happening is 
Isn't that? Well, well, hold on. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase it. Didn't the founders write that so that they would fear an armed populace to keep them in check? Isn't that why it's it was written? Well, you know, obviously, so much of what happened in the American Revolution goes back 150 years to the English Civil Wars, when uh, when people were disarmed because they were disarmed principally because they didn't want them hunting in the royal uh, forest. And so, you know, I think that they also wanted people to be able to hunt and support themselves. And obviously it wasn't so much that crime was a problem, but uh, Thomas Jefferson used the word savages to refer to uh, Native Americans. Obviously that has to be viewed in context, but certainly there are many, many villages in New England that were wiped out by uh, Indian raids. The, ten- the city of Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, mm-hmm. second largest city, was burned down three times by the Indians. And so the idea that you would disarm people uh, in that context would have been absurd to the founders and the framers. And, and I think in today's world, there's a different kind of savage. And, and we see it, you know, we saw what happened with the beating of, uh, of uh, Lake and Riley. We see it in New York City with the guys who beat up cops and just walk away, right? It's just like, hey, have a nice day, sir. It's really insane. The um, charges were dropped. You know, you talk about, listen, if you, you just think about, you, you think about, they talk about like, you know, last, before I was talking about in the schools, you know, we were talking about like looking at different problems. And it's like, when I was in high school, I wasn't allowed to drive to school, okay? That's just the rule. My mother didn't let me take the car to drive to school. But there were kids, juniors and seniors, who had the license where would drive to school and they'd be in the student parking lot. There were like five pickup trucks that would have a rifle in the, in the pickup truck, right? No big deal. No crazy shootings. No, like, and it's just insane that they treat the gun like it's a problem when, when we've been surrounded by guns for so long and it just never, it, it, these things never happened. Like, and so every right. time you say, well, maybe there's something, maybe there's something else going on. No, no, no. Maybe it's the breakdown of the family. No, no, no. Maybe it's because we're pumping all these kids up with psychological drugs. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I guess, I guess here we are. Um, and it's starting to break through. We're in a transition and Trump, you, you talk about Trump's, you know, Trump's going to win in, in, in November. That's already baked in. The New York Times, they released it Friday, but it was in today's Sunday New York Times, the print edition. The, the poll that showed, this, that they did with the Siena, that shows Trump up 48-43 nationwide over Biden. Right. Democrats have a bias because California is 10% of the population. The California vote shouldn't even be included in national polls. So the California vote skews that national vote, popular vote, towards Democrats, and which is why Hillary in 2016 won by like had like four points. In, you know, the national title, uh, the national vote was she actually outperformed Trump by like four points. For for a Democrat to win in a national poll, they have to be up three, four, five, six points, right? If a Democrat is losing nationwide, they're cooked. And so people are going to, there's going to be a comeuppance and people are starting to get wise. What we used to have is we used to have an NRA that would hold people accountable. 
I think Gun Owners Association is very, Gun Owners is very influential on Capitol Hill, but they can't they can't take down a senator the way the the uh, NRA could take down a senator. And so once the, the reality is, when the politicians are afraid they will lose an election because of gun owners, then you will see a change. I mean that's. That's where we're at. And that's coming. And excuse me, I'm going to make this prediction as well. Justin, I'll I'll throw it over to you now, and then we'll head into the break. But Trump wins the black vote by historic numbers. He already won it by historic numbers in 2016. He's going to win it by historic numbers in 2024 as well. And and a large part, Justin, because of, of immigration. Guys, I want to switch to Chicago. And I got to tell you, these leftists are, their stupidity is mind-boggling. These dopey leftists, these are the reason, these people are the reason, Biden voters, I'm talking to you, you're the reason shampoo bottles have instructions. Chicago public schools will be even more dangerous without school resource officers. This is a story, Justin, out of town hall. Justin, this is the city that defunded cops in the wake of George Floyd. This is the city that is sanctuary, that is now being buried, can't figure out what to do. This is a city with the most gun control we've ever seen, It's in chaos. And now they're pulling all school resource officers out of the school to go to a social justice model that's going to destroy the violence. The level of violence that will uptick in Chicago, Justin, is going to be off the chain. Would you agree with me? And again, they're going to see the consequence of their actions in a a maneuver like this. What do you think? Well, with the way the laws are set up, the violence will be off the charts and, you know, the DA will support the criminals. The cops will be prevented from, you know, arresting criminals. But just the law-abiding citizen will get pounded. That's all. Yeah, and the law-abiding citizen is going to wind up being innocent school kids in the city of Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it is utterly mind-boggling that they will continue to push these policies. They, they, they cannot see. I said I saw that on Twitter the other day. It was fantastic. I stole it, and I'm going to continue to use it. But these voters that continue to vote for this nonsense, they literally are the reason that shampoo bottles have instructions, as if you don't know how to use shampoo. Well, some people will vote for a vegetable in office and put their agenda in politics above the safety and security of their family and their own lives. We'll be back. One more segment to go. We'll continue with Brad on that Chicago story. letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. And here we are. Thank you for that, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. That rejoins. Great. Appreciate it. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you for one more segment here on the Six Hour Mike. All coming to you from the Patriot Mobile Communication Center. And X-Insurance presents Every single moment of it. If you need insurance for any aspect of your life, let me just throw this dig in because it's true. X Insurance is an AM best, A-rated, real insurance company. Prime Insurance. That's X Insurance. And they are one of the biggest in the world. They will write you a policy for whatever it is you need. Your business, your lifestyle, your toys. As I said, your lifestyle. Even if you have an event, for example, they will write you a one-time policy. They did it for Mick and Keith for the Stones. They wrote them a policy. They wrote a policy for one of Al Sharpton's marches one time. They're the real deal, and they're not going to walk away from you if they're ensuring your freedom like some of these other companies do. 
They won't. They will be there and go to the mat with you, period. Xinsurance.com. Brad, let's go back to you. I want to talk about this Chicago story for a moment because the level of stupidity that I'm seeing here is almost incredible to me. Again, I used that. I saw that on Twitter one time, and I thought it was so fitting. Somebody responding to some dopey liberal comment said, you're the reason shampoo bottles have instructions, which is a slap in the face calling you a really, you're stupid. Brad, how can any city council believe, especially in the city of Chicago, Brad, that by pulling resource officers out of schools is going to make children in school any safer. And as a parent, which you are, how would you react to that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably some pretty strong words, you know. Uh, the only, I mean, I have to believe that the people making those decisions are completely insulated from the consequences. Uh, that's for sure. You, you, can, you can you can bet that their kids are, are not at risk. Um, you know, they're they're in their ivory towers or in their gated neighborhoods where they live. Their kids probably go to private school. Um, you know, so it's really easy to to make those type of decisions when you're not going to ever affect you. And you know, the thing. And what's worse is that you know it's not a matter of of if something bad happens in Chicago. It's just a matter of when the next bad thing happens in Chicago. Uh, these people are never going to be held accountable. You know, it, again, it, it kind of goes back to what we said at the beginning of the show. They have no fear. There's no accountability. And, you know, there's, the, there's no media to hold them accountable. Their own voters won't hold them accountable because they have that magic, you know, letter next to their name, and they've been brainwashed for generations that, that somehow these are the people that are going to, you know, save them, save the citizens from themselves and save the citizens from um, you know, poverty or whatever else the, the citizens are facing. When in reality, uh, these people truly are, uh, you know, they are the slave masters. They are the ones that are that are taking advantage of the constituents. They are the ones that are, uh, you know, making their living off the backs of working people and stealing from them. And they're laughing at them every, you know, every chance they get. Yeah, I, I mean, your mom commented here in the chat, insulated from the consequences. That's it. Justin, I got to go to you quickly before I go to Neil on a different topic. But, uh, Justin, is this evidence of a level of stupidity in this country? When I look at Biden bumbling around, walking off stage, Border Patrol people trying to tell him where to go, he turns one way, puts his hand out, there's nobody there, he bumbles and falls and stumbles up steps, he can't speak, I can't wait to watch the State of the Union, not to hear what he's going to say, but to make how many mistakes he's going to make or see how doped up he is. Justin, is this level of a is this evidence of a level of stupidity in this country that there were there are people who will vote for that and put literally their agenda over it and vote for somebody like this? What does that say about the portion of America that will pull the lever for something like that? Oh, I think it's the Democratic machine, Mark. You know, that, like that old saying goes, you know, they can elect a ham sandwich. And certainly with uh, President Biden, we have a ham sandwich as president. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it stand right there. Neil McCabe, Arizona has a bill on the table. We got some really good take from A.W.R. Hawkins on this earlier in the hour that will allow property owners throughout the state to use deadly force to protect their property from trespassers. Now, there's nuance to the law, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just shoot somebody that walks on your lawn. 
There have to be, you know, certain prices, threats to you, et cetera, which, of course, they are facing along the borders, uh, along the Mexican border all day, every day. There are very violent people coming across the border. Neil, AWR mentioned to us, because I didn't think, you know, we got a Democrat in office, in the governor's office, Katie Hobbs. I didn't think she would sign the bill. He gave us a different take. He said the pressure on Biden on immigration right now is so strong that Katie Hobbs might be forced to sign it. Your thoughts? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I uh, I have a piece at redstate.com, actually, where I interview a Swiss political scientist who is an expert in uh, in how to defeat incumbents or to get incumbents reelected. So he works as an academic, but he also works as a political consultant in Europe and in the United States. And he was telling me that, that Biden's pivot to be concerned over the border was a year too late. But, you know, with that border bill in the Senate, his, his attitude was, to me, he said, Biden should get the, give the Republicans whatever they ask for because he needs to get this issue off the table and he needs to repackage it as his own. And I think that's the problem that Hobbs is responding to because, because it's not just fun and games anymore, right? I mean, people are being, people are being raped. They're being robbed. They're being murdered. There's livestock. There's, um, you know, people leave their house, you know, these borderlands, people leave their house and they find illegals living in their house. They, you know, Eating at their dining room table. Right. Um, it's it's insane that these people have been abandoned, and you know, just like in the urban areas that have been abandoned by the police, these people who live on the borders they've been abandoned by federal law enforcement, and in the case of Arizona, they've been abandoned by the state, and it just reaches the point where things are getting so hot that there's absolutely no choice. And that, that's that's interesting. Uh, uh, AWR's take on that. That's very interesting. It is. I, I hadn't quite a, approached it that way from the purely political aspect that Katie Hobbs is uh, finds herself in now. Brad, do you think she signs that because of the politics at this point? Because it's so bad polling numbers on immigration for Biden and the administration and the Democrats. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay. I just I can't I can't see her. Yeah, the jury's out with me too, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd be shocked. I mean, that that would be you know it's probably a bridge too far for for a Democrat to go to. But you know, if, if people actually knew uh, the 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 level of violence and the terrible things uh, that are happening down there at the border, I mean, you know, I I people want to come to this country for a reason. I get it. And, you know, th- there is a system for people to come to this country legally. And maybe one of the worst things about it or one of the bad things about it is there are people trying to come here. They're coming illegally. They're not coming to commit crimes. But you know what? They're getting taken advantage. They're getting raped. They're getting murdered out there in the desert as well. It is a yeah. human tragedy. And we got to stop it. And if that means we need to be violent with these people who are coming across or taking advantage of these people, then you know what? The violence is a tool. We ought to use it. Justin, real quick, we've only got a few seconds. Do you think Katie Hobbs signs that bill for political reasons? Well, I hope she does because, you know, private property needs to be private and we need to have sovereignty over um, own. So I'm you all better for it. believe it. You better believe it. It's a great bill. I hope she signs it. Remains to be seen, but AWR's take was, was a good one. I hadn't quite thought about it in those terms. And uh, we're going to continue to follow it, ladies and gentlemen, because it's likely going to hit her desk. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will pick up where we left off today because why? That's what we do.
They throw the stupidity at us. We answer. Armed American Radio will be back tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 to 3 Pacific. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Uh